enjoying the disagreeable, which is what I was just talking about. All these disagreeable things going on in your life, how do you, how do you learn to enjoy them? They aren't disagreeable with, with this new nature inside of you. If you're still you know, chasing after, seeking after, then there's a different kind of problem. If you're, if you're seeking after the Spirit of God, how do you, how do you enjoy that constant test, that constant trial, that constant temptation? Enjoy it because you know that if the devil's messing with you, you must be doing something right. Mm-hmm. Right? right? So it's still mostly a mindset. That life also, Jesus, might be manifest in your mortal flesh. We have to form habits to express that what God's grace has done in us. God's grace is going to come in. He's going to make it where there was no way. Were, were any of you in, in, at any given point in time before God's grace started coming in, thinking there was any way you were going to recover yourself? No. Okay, so God brought grace in to show you that he can recover you regardless of what you think, right? Yes. So in the process of him doing that, you know, we have to realize, we have to form habits to express that. Okay, I, I give thanks to God because I didn't know what to do and he's helping me find out what to do. Right. It's not a question of being saved from hell, but being saved in order to manifest the life of the Son of God in our mortal flesh. And this is the disagreeable things that make us exhibit whether or not we're manifesting his life. Disagreeable things, or are you still falling prey to all your old, old habits? Still falling prey to all your old nonsense? You still, are you still pouting or crying or boo-hooing over what, what you've done wrong? Are you still walking in, your, in a measure of your humiliation as opposed to walking in the fact that he's already caught you, you've been humiliated, and now it's time for him to bring restoration? Right. What are you doing with what God has given you now? Are you making the righteous decisions to make the right steps going forward? Do I manifest the essential sweetness of the Son of God or the same old essential irritation of myself apart from Him? You, you can all, you can make a change and all of a sudden you can be boo-hooing about, oh my God, I started realizing this is where you were about two weeks ago. Start realizing what I did wrong, and now you want to pout about it and make it a big deal. Oh, I can't believe I did it. Who does that stuff? Oh, come on, man. You do. That's who did that stuff. Okay? Now I'm going to ask you, do you want to do it today? No. Well, then maybe you need to change everything in you so that you can't and won't, right? But that's where the disagreeable comes in, because everything inside of you doesn't want to make that change, doesn't want it to be your fault, doesn't want to be something you've got to do. You want somehow... Somehow somebody to wave a magic wand and go, poof, you're better now. There is no poof, you're better now. There's poof. Here's the truth. Ah, I don't like the truth. I bet you don't, but that's the truth. And that's what you did. And what, no matter what you're going to do for the rest of your life, that's something you got to own. Now the question is, you're going to live the rest of your life with that same kind of stuff, or are you going to come out and truly be separate? That's on you, right? Yes. The only thing that will enable us to enjoy the disagreeable is the keen enthusiasm of letting the life of the Son of God manifest itself in me. By getting to be Jesus, 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 that's what, now that I'm finally through this, and I'm going to pick on I've been battling with her, and pretty strong battle for, for uh, a lot of months, not weeks, months. But now I get to look at her, and I get this, I get this you know, smile, because she's got this cute little twinkle in her eye, and a smile on her face, because she knows she's made the transition. And I keep loving her and go, told you. Told you, told you. I like, I like this. Yeah. Oh, told you. I, said, I saw it. I told you that stuff was in there. I saw it. Now you see it too, and you're going, "This is incredible." Yes. And guess what's happening when it's incredible? Who gives a shit about the past? Right. Doesn't matter what I went through. 
Look what I got now. That's the habits you've got to form. Look at what you've got now as opposed to what you had. And if you don't have something new now, whose fault's that? Yours. You're still stuck in your past. Look at the possibility of what God's giving you today to form this new life, to, to glorify him and magnify him in this, in, in this world that we're in as he justifies us in spite of what we did. What, a, what a, a, an amazing life we have this opportunity to have. So no matter how disagreeable a thing may be, or say, Lord, I'm delighted to obey you in this matter, and instantly the Son of God will press to the front. Now, i got to admit, Delaney didn't delight listening to me. Okay? I just told her. I said, I, I, I don't like ultimatums, but I'm really good at them. Okay? Um, <laughs> you don't want to do this, no problem. Then I've got to do what I've got to do. What is that? Um, well, I'm not going to be unequally yoked. So if you're not going to walk and if I'm your teacher and you're not listening, I'm going to fail you. And if I fail you, you don't get to take this class over again. So you get to choose. You get a chance to, you know, do some extra credit, whatever you got to do to get this to get this back on track. But you don't get to be you and walk with me. You have to be him to walk with me. I'm him when I'm walking with you. So for you to, to create this situation, you've got to be him. And when she decided to become him and quit worrying about what she had to do, the old went away instantaneously. And instantaneously, she got to be him. And it was like, well, that wasn't even hard. No, it wasn't. And how are you liking it? I'm loving this. Well, wonder why. Because this is what I told you you were all along. Why? You couldn't be this before because you were driving a damn car. You wouldn't acknowledge that that was you because for you to drive the car, you knew you had to drive away from anything and everything that even remotely resembled the old nature because you were so afraid that this was going to end up just like that did. And finally I said, that old man, that old person's dead. Hand the keys to God, get in the back, shut up. Hand the keys to God, get in the back, shut up. I said, oh, wow, pretty, pretty. You know, life starts to change. But it's not going to change as long as you think you're, you're in charge and you're driving Son of God will press to the front and there will be a manifestation by my human life which then glorifies Christ. God goes, told you, told you, told you. And I'm to, he's up there doing a happy dance because of the change she's making. Yes. You know, and, and it's funny. The changes that you're making don't seem like they would be chances, changes that would make him do the happy dance, do they? But they are. You know why? He knows now I can, I have her heart. Now I can do the things I need to do and she gets to watch and see the, the changes that are coming in her direction. Be, because of the, the hardness that she had, um, I had a lot of a lot of issues, like the issues I had with the kids yesterday. I said, why aren't you running over stuff? Y'all know she got her ass chewed long before you guys did. I said, you're the teacher. How's this happening on your watch? You're so busy being busy that you're not being a teacher? You're not doing your job? Well, no, I'm doing all these things. I said, I appreciate that. I understand this. So yesterday, we started two new classes. Two new classes that will help her manage it, but more importantly, help them manage it too. Now all of a sudden, you know, that garden didn't look like dog shit. Um, they'll have a grade based on how the garden looks. Right? right. Told them yesterday, you all failed. They all, had, they all have what they call citizen points. They gain points. They all lost them last night. Took them all away. They had, a, had a full scale 100 points, all of them. And I went, they're done. Why? This is an epic fail. And I said, I don't care what classes she's giving you, you know, credit for. I'm telling you that I'm taking 100% of them away from you. 
because somehow or another, you thought you were going to take 100 points, and you were going to go get to go do something with 100 points, and this is what you thought was worthy of that. And I'm taking every fucking point you got away from me. Why? You don't deserve shit. You don't somehow or another want to be responsible. I'm taking everything away. And then last night after you all, all went upstairs and I got done, you know, having my talk with them, next thing you know, they all want to go out. Next, next thing I know, by, what, 8.30 or 8 o'clock, whatever it is, they're all out in the garden working. Got about half done last night. Got a bunch of stuff done. Find out this morning, a couple of people already been out in the garden this morning. They went out there and started realizing, no, I need to be responsible. You know how hard it was to catch up? Not hard at all. So what my point is, is it isn't any harder to walk, walk away leaving it clean and precise than it is to walk out there and trash it. Why, it didn't take it very long at all to fix it. But you can't tell me that that was something you were, you were excited about, couldn't wait for it, this, that, and the other, and then you want to let it turn to shit. Well, then I'm going to tell you, that's, that's your nature in life, period, and it won't be but a minute. You'll get fired from every job you ever have, ever. I'm not teaching you how to be a horticulturist. I'm teaching you how to learn how to live life and to be responsible so someone might want to count you as a worthy or a viable uh, employee or whatever comes at that point in time. Right. So I'm teaching them. But she had to learn a lesson too. And I said, I'm sorry, let's talk about a couple of things that could help them. I don't think she ever heard the word horticulture until I gave it to her last night. You know? And I bled down, I said, We know what horticulture is? You know what agriculture is? Yes. yes. Out there planting crops and doing all that. Horticulture is gardening. Oh. Horticulture is the exact same thing, but on a on a minor scale, miniature scale of you know, little things like plants and fruits and things of that nature where you're building one, they're in a confined area with, with extra hands-on fertilizing, hands-on pruning, hands not some tractor doing the work, you doing the work. It's called right. horticulture, okay? And so you learn to, to run that through. And then the last thing I says, of all the things I ask you, talk about you don't have any time. I'll, I'll bet you money you got time. Problem is, you're so busy trying to remember what the hell you're supposed to do, you too much, you spend all your time doing that. Why don't you write it down like I told you to? So we're gonna teach a time management class. She's gonna look up with it, I'm gonna probably perfect it because it needs to be perfected. I'm gonna teach them things that are gonna be practical when they hit the street, they'll, get, they'll actually be responsible people knowing what to do, which most kids out there, they're gonna be head and shoulders above anybody else. Yeah. But they will, by God, get what they need to get done, they're gonna be responsible for it. Okay, and, and I'm gonna make some other changes that I'm making too that um, others will be aware of in the next few weeks, but I'm making some other changes because I'm not gonna have this this confusion going on here. I'm gonna make some changes that are gonna eliminate the confusion. So I want her to be able to run that and handle that. That requires a pretty pretty big foot, okay? Heard of a couple situations where she was trying to talk and the kids were talking at her and, and it kept interrupting her and I said, I'm sorry, you know, um, I guess Eric pulled one or two of them aside and said, would you ever interrupt pastor? No, then when the fuck you interrupted Dale but see, she's over there not feeling strong enough for to say, don't you fucking interrupt me. And I'm like, she's going to learn. I'm teaching her how to be bold. How do you get her bold? Have her sow what I tell her to sow and reap what I want her to reap out of that. When she starts reaping what she's sowing, she'll become more bold, yes. which is what I need from her. Okay? Yes. So all these changes for the glory of God and the help of all the kids. Grown-ups too. There must be no debate. The moment you obey the light, Son of God presses through to you in that particular. But if you debate, you grieve the Spirit of God. You must keep yourself fit. So the light of the Son of God is always being manifested and you cannot keep yourself fit if you give away to self-pity. Boo-hoo, boo-hoo. Blame somebody else. I don't have this. What was it, what was it said? I, I don't have a life. My life's not my own. Yeah, that one came from that one over there.
Our circumstances are the means of manifesting how wonderfully perfect and extraordinarily pure the Son of God is. The thing that ought to make the heart beat is a new way of manifesting the Son of God. The thing that ought to excite you the, the most is the, 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 the next thing you could do to, to, to show the, the living, breathing God alive in you. What else can I do to manifest God? What else can I do to glorify God? What else can I do that, that's not about me, it's all about Him? Believe me, there's a list. Long, prestigious list. It is one thing to choose the disagreeable. It's another thing to go into the disagreeable by God's engineering. Him taking you through it to fine-tune you through the trials and tribulations and so on and so forth to, to have you to become stronger. He is amply sufficient. He puts you in there. If God puts you there, if it's his will, it's his bill. He'll take care of it. Amen. Keep your soul fit to manifest the life of the Son of God. Never live on memories. Let the Word of God always be living and active in you. So all the while you want to talk, stop for a moment and tell me how well you're doing, you just took the power away from God doing anything in that moment. Because you made that moment all about you, didn't you? Yes. yes. So I would suggest that we might reconsider those things. Romans 1, 16. Well, it's hard to believe we're going to Romans. Romans 1, 16. For I am not ashamed of the gospel of Christ. Can you honestly say you're not ashamed of it? Because if you're absolutely not ashamed of it, you'd live it. And if you're not living it, you must be ashamed of it. You, and, and that shame that you're ashamed of it might be that it puts, a, puts you in a place of humiliation. So you're ashamed to do it because you don't want to quite do those things where you might be caught in humiliation. I'd rather be humiliated by God and get it over with once and for all than to walk around and play and make believe and pretend. Mm -hmm. You know that the brokenness is in there um, left you broke. Yeah. You're broken. And, and so you can't go forward broken. Has anybody ever had a broken bone that, that healed wrong? No. You know what I heard what they do with a broken bone that's healed wrong, right? Yeah. They re-break it. It's usually the second break's way worse than the first one. Why? Because now you got all that calcium that was around it that healed it with. It's all, that's all got to be broken. Does that sound like fun to you? Nope. No. So why would you then want to have to have God re-break you? Because you decided to let it heal wrong. Not a good idea. Romans 1, 16. I'm not ashamed of the gospel, for it's the power of God and the salvation to all those that believe. So what is the answer to my, my dealing with the disagreeable? The power of God to the Jew and then also the Greek. For there is the righteousness of God revealed from faith to faith. From moment to moment, we trust him, we trust him, we trust him. He breaks down all the nonsense of the things that were disagreeable in our life. The wrath of God is revealed from heaven against all ungodliness and unrighteousness of men who hold the truth and unrighteousness. Why is the wrath of God come? To turn you around. Because that which may be known of God is manifest in them. So all the, all the promises of God are yes and amen. They're in all of you. And so they're there to make you aware that he is in fact there. And then you went in, in spite of him being there, you went ahead and did what you did. And then joined a church and did what he did. And then came here asking and praying for help because boo-hoo, boo-hoo, you need some help in your life and all your dynamics. And then you went ahead and perpetuated all that crap in your life in spite of coming here for the help. So you might have came out here from a place of humility, but the minute you got a little bit of, you know, a little bit ahead again or got your feet back underneath you, you didn't give a rip about me or anybody else. Why didn't you leave? Why didn't you, if you already decided you weren't going to listen anymore, why didn't you leave? 
You could have made room. I got a house here that's holding 17 people. How many people could I have gotten that might have needed this? It's not saying you didn't need it, but you decided you weren't going to listen, right? right? So why why would you want to live somewhere where I'm constantly bashing you for your inability to hear what I'm saying? I wouldn't I wouldn't stick around if I made my choice that I was going to not going to listen. I'd have left. Why? If I'm not going to listen, the last thing I'm going to do is sit around some place and constantly be reminded I'm not doing what they want me to do. I'm going to go do whatever I want to go do. I'm going to go do it all by myself. I don't need somebody to tell me what not to do and what to do. I made my choice, right? And then I have to live with my consequences. My consequences might have broken me, maybe come back. But in the meantime, I would have never walked through a church and done what you're doing, all in the name of God. So God's going to say, the wrath of God's coming on those who've held the truth and unrighteousness. Because that which we've known of God is beneficial for God has shown to them. So there's no excuse you've been shown. 321. But now the righteousness of God, without the law, is being manifested being witnessed by the law of the prophets, even the righteousness of God, which is by the faith of Jesus, unto all and upon all that believe, for there is no difference. Amen. For all of sin and come short of the glory of God, being justified freely by his grace, though through the redemption that's in Christ Jesus, whom God set forth to be the propitiation and replacement through faith in his blood, to declare his righteousness for the remission of sins that are past. His righteousness for all of your unrighteousness. Amen. Remission of all your unrighteousness through his blood. And then through the forbearance of God to declare, I say at this time, his righteousness, that they might be just and the justifier of him that believes in Jesus. So we might actually see the fullness of God. Amen. 5.1. Therefore, being justified by faith, which we need to have, yes. we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ, by whom we have access by faith into this grace wherein we stand and we rejoice in the hope of the glory of God. So not only so, but we also glory in tribulations. Knowing that tribulation works patience, patience, experience, experience, hope. By having the new choices and new things happening, we get past the disagreeable into the agreeable things with God. And patience and experience, experience, hope, and hope makes us not ashamed because the love of God is shed abroad in our hearts by the Holy Ghost, which has been given to us. For when we were yet without strength in due time, Christ died for us, the ungodly. For scarcely... Will a righteous man die? But perhaps for a good man, some might dare to die. But God commends his love toward us, and while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. Being much more than now being justified by his blood, we shall be saved from the wrath through him. For if, when we were enemies, we were reconciled to God by the death of the Son, much more being reconciled shall we be saved by his life. And not only so, but we also joy in God through our Lord Jesus Christ, by whom we now have received the atonement. We have this chance to do this right. 6.1. What should we say then? Shall we continue in sin? That again, grace has to abound? God forbid, how shall we that are dead to sin live any longer in there? Know you not that many of us were baptized into Christ, were baptized into his death? Therefore we're buried with him by the baptism of the death, and like as Christ is raised up from the dead of the Father, even so we also should walk in the newness of life. For if we've been planted together in the likeness of his death, we should be also in the likeness of his resurrection. Knowing this, that the old man has been crucified with him, that the body of sin might be destroyed. That would be disagreeable. We don't really want our body of sin to destroy. We kind of like that body. God says, you want to give your life to me? I'm destroying that and giving you a new life. So walk in the newness of life. For he that is dead is then free from sin. But now if we be dead with Christ, we also believe we also should live with him. For if we finally decide to get rid of the disagreeable, we actually can believe that we're going to live with him, so it's going to have a much better ending for us. Right. For that he 
Knowing that Christ being raised from the dead dies no more. Death has no more dominion over him. For that he died, he died and said one time that he lives, just like we ought to, he lives unto God. Amen. So likewise, reckon you yourselves also to be dead indeed to sin, but alive unto God through Christ Jesus. Let not sin therefore reign in your mortal body as that should obey, it should obey the lust thereof. Neither yield your members as instruments of unrighteousness unto sin, but yield yourselves unto God as those that are alive from the dead and your members as instruments of righteousness unto God. For sin shall not have dominion over you either. For you are not under the law, but you are under grace. Amen. 8-1. There is therefore no condemnation to those that are, which are in Christ Jesus. Those who walk not after the flesh, but after the Spirit. The law of the Spirit of the life in Christ Jesus has made me free. The life of the Spirit of Christ Jesus, the life of Christ in me, made me free from the law of sin and death. Amen. For what he could not do in that it was weak, through the flesh, God sending his own son the likeness of sinful flesh, and for sin he condemned that sin in the flesh, that the righteousness of the law might be fulfilled in us who walk not after the flesh, but after the spirit. Give, giving us an option, right? right? One or the other. For to be carnally minded is death, but to be spiritually minded is life and peace. Because the carnal mind is enmity against God, for it is not able or to be subject to the law of God, neither do can it be. So then they that are, are in the flesh cannot please God. <clears throat> but you are not in that flesh, but in the spirit, if so be the spirit of God dwells in you. Now, if any man have not the spirit of God, you're none of his anyway, it doesn't matter. Right. But if Christ be in you, the body is dead because of sin, and the spirit is life because of righteousness. Yes. But if the spirit of the, him that raised up Jesus from the dead dwell in you, he that raised up Christ from the dead shall also quicken your mortal body by that same spirit that dwells in you. Amen. Therefore, brother, we are debtors not to the flesh, to live after the flesh. For if we live into the flesh, you shall die. But through the Spirit you do mortify the deeds of the body, you shall live. For as many as are led by the Spirit of God, they are the sons of God. And you have not received the spirit of bondage again to fear, but you have received the spirit of adoption, whereby we cry, Daddy, or Abba, Father. Amen. The Spirit itself bears witness with our spirit, so we can be. And we are then the children of God. And the children, then heirs and heirs of God, joint heirs with Christ. If so be, we suffer with him, we may also be glorified together with him. For I reckon that the sufferings of this present time are not worthy to even be compared to the glory that shall be revealed in us. For that earnest expectation of the creature, which will be us, waits for the manifestation of the sons of God. We can hardly wait till the same has come. Amen. For the entire creature was made subject to vanity, for not, not willingly, but by reason of him who is subjected to the same in hope. Because the creature itself also shall be delivered from the bondage of corruption to the glorious liberty of the children of God. For we know that the whole creation groans, travails, and pain together until now. And not only thing they, not only they, but ourselves also, which have the first fruits of the Spirit, even we ourselves groan within ourselves, waiting for the adoption to wit the redemption of our body. Right. We are saved by hope, but hope that is seen is not hope. For what a man sees, why would you then hope for it? But if, and if we hope for that which we see not, then we do, with patience, wait for it. Yes. <laughs> Likewise, the Spirit also helps us in our infirmities. We know not what we need to, or should to pray, for we ought, but the Spirit itself makes intercession for us with groanings which cannot be uttered. That he that searches the hearts knows what is the mind of the Spirit, for he makes intercession that for the saints according to the will of God. Amen. Ten. Verse 8. Now what says this? The word is near you. It's even in your mouth and in your heart. That is the word of faith, which we preach. So he put it on your heart and in your parts. He says, now it's there. Yes. Why don't you listen? That if you shall confess with your mouth 
and shall believe with thy heart that God has raised him from the dead, you shall be saved. You'll confess that this word that's inside you is bearing witness to the fact that he is both here, dead, and resurrected. That's what's going to get you out of your mess. For with the heart man believes unto righteousness with the mouth, confession is made unto salvation. For scripture says, whosoever, whosoever, that would be whomever, you, anybody else, all y'all, yes. y'all Southerners, right? <laughs> for the scripture says, all y'all believe on him shall not be ashamed. For there is no difference between the Jew and the Greek. For the same Lord over all which is rich to all that call upon him. For whosoever, once again, all y'all shall call upon the name of the Lord. Then, and in fact, you shall be saved. 12.1. I beg you, therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that you present your bodies a living sacrifice. Holy, acceptable unto God, which is your original service, and be not conformed to this world, nor be, nor be transformed by the renewing of your mind, that may, you may prove which is good, acceptable, perfect will of God. For I say, the grace given to me, to every man that's among you, not to think of himself more high than he ought to think, but to think soberly, according to God, has dealt to every man a measure of faith. 14.1. Let him that is weak in faith receive you, but do not to doubtful disputations. Disputations. Yeah, disputations. For one believes that they may eat all things, and another who is weak eats herbs. Mm -hmm. Let not him that eats despise him that eats not. Let not him that eats not judge him that also eats, but for God has received him. For you are, who are you that you should judge another man's servant? To his own master, he either stands or falls. Yes, he shall be holding up, for God is able to make him stand. Right. One man esteems one day above another, another esteems every day alike. Yet let every man be fully persuaded in his own mind. He that regards the day, regards it unto the Lord. And he that regards not the day to the Lord, he does not regard it. He that eats, eats to the Lord, for he gives thanks to God. And he that eats not to the Lord, he eats and not, and gives thanks to God anyway. Right. For none of us live to himself. No man even dies to himself. For whether we live or whether we live unto the Lord, and whether we die, we die to the Lord. So whether we live, or therefore, or whether we die, we are the Lord's. For to this end, Christ both died and rose, revived that he might be the Lord both of the both of the dead and the living. Right. So why do you judge your brother? For you shall all stand before the judgment seat of Christ. For it is written, as I live, says the Lord, every knee shall bow to me and every tongue shall confess unto God. Right. Corinthians 1.18 For the preaching of the cross to them that perish is foolishness, to us which are saved is the power of God. For it is written, I will destroy the wisdom of the wise, I will bring to nothing the understanding of the prudent. Where is the wise? Where is the scribe? Where is this so-called disputer of the world? Has not God made foolish the wisdom of this world? Right. For after that, the wisdom of God, the world by wisdom knew not God, pleased God by the foolishness of preaching to save them that were decided to believe. The Jews require sign, the Greeks seek after wisdom, but we preach Christ crucified unto the Jews as a stumbling block, unto the Greeks as foolishness. Mm -hmm. But unto them, which are called both Jew and Greek, Christ, the power of God and the wisdom of God. Because the foolishness of God is still wiser than men, and the weakness of God is still stronger than men. First Corinthians three nine. For we are laborers together with God. You are God's husbandry. You are God's building. According to the grace of God, which is given to me as a wise master builder, I have laid the foundation, and another builds upon it. Let every man take heed how you build upon it, though. You're going to build upon it with your old disagreeable thoughts, or you're going to right. build upon it with the new thoughts that Christ has given you. Right. For our foundation can no other man lay than that which is laid, which is Christ. But any man built upon his foundation, gold, silver, precious stones, hay, wood, and stubble, every man's work shall be made manifest or obvious by the day shall declare it, because it shall be revealed by fire. 
and every and the fire shall try every man's work to see what sort it really was. Right. If any man's work abide when he is built upon, he shall receive a reward. If any man's work shall be burned, he shall suffer the loss. But maybe he himself shall be saved even yet so by fire. We would hope, right? Yes. 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 Three nine. That was three nine. Sorry. Four one. Let a man so count of us as uh, ministers of Christ and stewards of the mysteries of God. Moreover, it's required of stewards that a man be found faithful. That would be, if you're going to be a steward, you've got to be a steward. Don't talk about being one, be one. Right. Before you can ever be a steward of something greater, you've got to learn how to be a good steward of what you got. Right. You know, I, I love this, and I don't want to pick on Lexi, but I'm going to anyway. You know, Lexi, last night, well, my life's not my own. I'm thinking, thinking that you're 17 years old, and you're telling me your life's over? Your, life, your life's not your own. Everybody else is going to tell you what to do. You're going to be everybody's little nigger around here. And so you ain't never going to have a life. So why the fuck try? You're 17 years old. You don't even know what the fuck life is yet. You're still living in a house under under everybody else's. She ain't making a dime. Also, every payment made here is being paid out of my pocket. Every, every blessing you got here has been paid out of this ministry. So how in the hell do you want to tell me your life's not your own? Sounds to me like it's all yours. And one of these days, you're going to have to go out and provide for yourself. And then what are you going to do then? If you can't learn how to, how to be disciplined, like I'm trying to teach you how to be disciplined, what makes you think you're going to be able to stand on your own two feet when you're not here anymore? You can't ignore the problem and expect them to grow up and spite it. You need to kill the problem so it'll help them to grow up in spite of it. But if you ain't killing it, you ain't paying attention to it, you're letting it go ahead and live and dwell there and keep letting them think the way they're thinking, they will not be able to think properly when they get older. Well, when are we supposed to teach them? Now, right? Yes. 80% done by 8 and 80 and 90% and done by the time they're 25. Right? Yeah. 18 to 25, they're supposed to pick up another, well, I'm sorry, it's, it's 20 or 80, then they're supposed to pick up another 10 from, uh, from uh, 8 to 18, 5 from 18 to 25, and 5 for the rest of your life. So they're supposed to be 90% done by the time they reach 18. And this was already said in my life, so basically I gotta do everything everybody else wants me to do, so I'm just gonna be everybody else's bitch. When the fuck did I ever say that to you guys? Whatever teach you that, guys. Never never, never taught that. Didn't like some of the other things I heard, that's why I made some comments I made last night. That's not how we live here. Now, what's sad is, out of sight, out of mind, I'm not hearing any people all start you know, going back into your own old laziness, your own old bullshit, and somehow or another, you get away with it because I'm not here to watch. Well, I, ultimately, you're all going to get caught. I already know who, who's really on purpose, Johnny on the spot, making sure that everything's being done in the house, everything's being done properly. I know. I know the ones that aren't doing it either. And then but a minute, then you'll get caught, and somebody's going to make a comment about it, and then I'm going to have to straighten it out. So why would you think you could back off and let everybody else do the work? Gonna work, is it? No. Doesn't mean you don't try, but it ain't gonna work out well for you. Because if you're trying that, you're trying to you're trying to kick against tricks, try to sneak by, slide by. So I like this old card game you got about who does what, right? right. I wonder why that card game isn't working in every other area of your life. But see, people all want to they all want to do things. Well, I'm so busy. You're busy. Okay, I want you to write me down what you're busy doing. I want to see if what you're busy doing is a whole bunch of stuff about you or is the stuff you're doing about the family. Oh, I have to work out every day, then I've got to take a shower, then i got to do this, then i got to do that. I know, I said, what are you doing for the ministry? What are you doing to be part of this church? What are you doing to be part of this family that everybody helps everybody else? 
What are you doing in that room? You're so quick to tell me you're too busy. Well, that's no problem. Give me your schedule, I'll fix your schedule. This shit here, you're not doing this shit anymore. Why? Because obviously you'd rather do this and than help the family out, so I'm gonna stop that. You don't get to do that anymore. Do you really want me to micromanage your life like that? I can. But then what are you gonna learn? Nothing. No, you're gonna be pissed off at me all the time, which I don't really give a shit, but the reality is you're not learning. I give you chances to fail and you fail miserably, and I try to straighten it out. Some of you get pissed off because I'm trying to straighten you out. I'm like, I don't care that you that I piss you off that way either. You're gonna get it right or you're or you're gonna be in trouble with me. Wanna be in trouble with me? No. no. Then why would you fuck with me? Why would you just do what I ask you to do as a family? Should be able to tell you one time and it should be getting done. And it should be become a machine around here. Why should I have to tell you repeatedly? Remind you repeatedly. Shouldn't have to, should I? No. Sure do around here? Yes. Pretty sick. What I gotta do around here. Yeah. More which required stewards made me found faithful. With me, it's a very small thing that I should be judging you of. A man's judgment, yes, I judge not even my own self. For I know nothing by myself, yet I hereby am justified. He that, he that judges me is going to be the Lord. So therefore judge nothing before it's time till the Lord come, who will both bring to light the hidden things of darkness and will make manifest the counsels of the hearts. And then every man shall have praise of God. You know what they call that? Get even. Nine, eleven. And you spiritual things. Is it a great thing we shall reap your carnal? No. If others be partakers of this power over you, why are not we the rather? Nevertheless, we have not used this power, but suffer all things, lest some should hinder the gospel of Christ. Do you not know that they which minister about the holy things live of the holy things of the temple, and they which wait at the altar are partakers or partners with that altar? Even so has the Lord ordained that they which preach the gospel should live of the gospel. In other words, all three of those things are saying the same thing. No matter what you're doing in the kingdom, you better be doing it to the glory of God. Yes. All of it. Yes. Not one single little thing contrary to God. 12.1. Now concerning the spiritual gifts, brethren, I would not have you be ignorant. You know how you were Gentiles carried away into those dumb idols even as you were led. Therefore, I give you to understand that no man speaking by the Spirit of God calls Jesus accursed. And that no man can say that Jesus is the Lord but by the Holy Ghost. Now there are diversities of gifts. The same spirit. There are differences of administrations with the same Lord. There are diversities of operations, but it's the name of God which works all in all in all. But the manifestation of the Spirit is given to every man to profit with all. You've been given the Spirit of God and your giftings to profit all of us, not you. Yes. For the one is given by the Spirit of the Word, wisdom, to another, the Word of knowledge by the same Spirit. To another, faith by the same Spirit, another. Gifts of healing by the same Spirit. To another, the workings of miracles. To another, prophecy. To another, discerning of spirits. To another, diverse kinds of tongues. To another, the interpretation of tongues. But all these work that one and the same Spirit dividing to every man severally as he will. I'm making sure that everybody's got a little bit of something to help the whole family out. Amen. 
15.1. Moreover, brethren, I declare unto you the gospel which I preached unto you, which also you have received, and wherein you stand, but which you also are saved, if you keep in memory what I preached unto you, unless somehow you believe in vain. For I deliver unto you, first of all, that which I also received, how that Christ died for our sins according to the scriptures, and that he was buried, and that he rose again the third day according to the scriptures. I gave you that information, so that would be the foundation of your truth, correct? Yes. yes. And that we would then walk out knowing that it's going to be up to us what we do with that truth. Second Corinthians 2.14. Now thanks be to God, which always causes us to triumph in Christ, makes manifest the savor of his knowledge by us in every place. Yes. For we are unto God, God a sweet-smelling savor of Christ in them that are saved and in them that perish. Right. The one was a savor of death to death, another of life, another savor of life unto life. So who's sufficient with these things? Mm -hmm. For we are not as many as which corrupt the word of God, but as of sincerity, but as of God, in the sight of God, we speak in Christ and Christ alone. Right. 3-1. Do we begin to commend ourselves? Or do we need, as others, some letter of recommendation or commendation? No. You are our letter written in our hearts, known and read of all men. For as much as you are manifestly declared to be the epistle of Christ, written or ministered by us, written now the name, both the spirit of the living God, and on the tablets of stone, but the fleshly tablets of the heart. Mm. And have trust that we have through the God, and such trust we have through God towards Christ, that we are not sufficient of ourselves to think anything of ourselves, but we are Sufficiency is only of God and God alone. Right. Who has made us able ministers of the law, the New Testament, I'm sorry, I don't the letter, but all of the Spirit, for the letter kills, the Spirit is what's going to give life. Amen. 4 8. So we're troubled on every side, yet not distressed, perplexed, but not cast, not despair, persecuted, but not forsaken, cast out, but not destroyed. We're always going to bear about the body, the dying of the Lord Jesus, that the life also of Jesus might be manifest in our body. For we which live are always going to be delivered to death for Jesus' sake, that the life of Jesus also might be manifest in our mortal flesh. So then death works in us with life in you, for we're having the same spirit of faith. According as it's written, I believe, and therefore I have spoken. We also believe, and therefore we're going to speak. Knowing that he which raised up the Lord Jesus shall raise us up also by Jesus and shall present us with you. For all things are for your sakes, that the abundant grace might through the thanksgiving of many redound to the glory of God. For which cause we faint not, but though our outward man is perishing, the inward man is being renewed day by day. Right. For our light affliction, which is but for a moment, works for us far more exceeding and eternal weight of glory. For while we look not at things which are seen, but the things which are not seen. For the things which are seen are brief and fleeting, temporary, but the things that are not seen are eternal and everlasting. Amen. 5.11 Knowing therefore the terror of the Lord, we persuade men. But we are made manifest unto God, and I trust also are made manifest even to your consciences. Mm -hmm. So you know the truth about us. We commend not ourselves again unto you, but we give you occasion of glory on our behalf, that we, you may know we have somewhat to answer them which glory in appearance, but not in heart. Right. For whether we be aside ourselves, it's <coughs> to God, or whether we be sober, it's to your cause. For the love of Christ constrains us, because we thus judge that if one died for all, then all are in fact dead. Mm -hmm. And that he had died for all, that they which should live should henceforth not live unto themselves, but in him which died for them and rose again. So therefore, henceforth know we no man after the flesh, yet. No, we don't even know Christ after the flesh, yet. 
Henceforth, we know him no more. We are going to know the Spirit of God through the Spirit of God. Right. 7-1. Having, therefore, these promises, dearly beloved, let us cleanse ourselves from all filthiness of our flesh and of the Spirit, and let's perfect holiness in the fear of God. Amen. Nine six. Nine seven. Oops, nine six. Verse nine six three. This I say: He which sows sparingly shall reap sparingly; he that which sows bountifully shall reap bountifully. Every man, according as he purposes in his own heart, so let him give, not grudgingly or of necessity. But God loves a cheerful giver, and God is able to make all grace, all grace abound or grow, manifest, and magnify towards you, that you always having all sufficiency in all things may be abounding to every good word and work in your life as well. Amen. 10.3. For the, though we walk in the flesh, we do not war after the flesh. For the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but they're mighty through God and pulling down of strongholds. Casting down imagination, every high thing that exalts itself against the knowledge of God, and bringing into captivity every thought to the obedience of Christ. So, having a readiness to revenge all disobedience, when finally our obedience is fulfilled. 13 4. For though he was crucified through weakness, yet he lives by the power of God. For we also are weak in him, but shall live with him by the power of God towards you. So, examine yourselves whether you be in the faith. Prove your own selves. Know ye not that yourselves how that Jesus Christ is in you except to be reprobate? But I trust that you shall know that we're not reprobate. Now I pray to God that you will do no evil. Not that you should appear approved, but that you should do that which is honest, though it be as even reprobate. Right. For we can do nothing against the truth, but everything we do is for the truth. And we are glad when we are weak and you are strong. This also we wish even for your perfection. Amen. We trust that God's got a plan. We're kind of looking forward to seeing him pull that out. Yeah. 2.16. Knowing that a man is not justified by the works of the law, but by the faith of Christ, even we have believed in Jesus, that we might be justified by the faith of Christ and not by the works of the law. For the works of the, the law, no flesh will be justified. But if, while we seek to be justified by Christ, we ourselves are found sinners, is over Christ then the minister of sin? God forbid. For if I build again the things which I've destroyed, I make myself a transgressor. For I, through the law, am dead to the law, that I might live unto God. I am crucified with Christ, nevertheless I live, yet not I, but Christ lives in me. The life I now which live in the flesh, I live with the faith of the Son of God, who loved me and gave himself for me. So I'm not going to frustrate the grace of God. For if righteousness came by the law, then Christ, again, is dead in vain. Right. 5.16. I'm sorry, my bad. Verse 3, first chapter 3. O foolish heart of worship, who is bewitched who should not obey the truth? Before whose eyes Christ has been evidently set forth, crucified among you. This is only what I learn of you. Receive the spirit of the works of the law by the hearing of faith. Are you so foolish, having begun in the spirit, you're now going to be made perfect by the flesh? Have you suffered so many things in vain, if yet it even still is in vain? He therefore that ministers to you, the spirit, works miracles among you. Does he do it by the works of the law, by the hearing of faith? Even as Abraham believed God, it was accounted him for righteousness. For you know, therefore, that they which are of the faith are the same as the children of Abraham. And the spirit, scripture, foreseeing that God would justify the heathen through the faith preached before the gospel unto Abraham, saying, And these shall all the nations be blessed. Right. So then, they which be of the faith are blessed with faithful Abraham. 
For as many as are of the works of the law are under the curse, for it is written, Curse everyone that continues not in all the things which are written in the book of the law to do them. But that no man is justified by the law of the sight of God, it is evident, for the just shall live by faith. Amen. Five. Sixteen. <laughs> this I say then, I walk in the spirit, and you shall not feel the lust of the flesh. The flesh lusts against the spirit, the spirit against the flesh, and these are contrary to one another, so that they cannot do the things which they ought to do. But if you be led by the spirit, you are not under the law. Now the works of the flesh are manifest. These are adultery, fornication, uncleanness, lasciviousness, idolatry, witchcraft, hatred, variance, emulations, wrath, strife, seditions, heresies, envyings, murders, and drunkenness, revelings, and such the like, etc., etc., etc. Of the which I tell you before, and I am now have told you in time past, that they which do such things shall not inherit the kingdom of God. But the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, long-suffering, gentleness, goodness, and faith, meekness, and temperance. Against such things there is a law. Amen. And they that are Christ's have crucified their flesh with the affections and the lusts. If you're Christ, you've already crucified that. Right. So let us not be desirous of vain glory, provoking one another. Also, if we live in the Spirit, let's all so walk by the Spirit. Let us not be desirous of vain glory, provoking one another, envying one another. Let's not get caught up in the flesh at all. Six, seven. Be not deceived. God is not going to be mocked. For whatsoever man sows, that he shall also reap. For he that sows in his flesh shall in the flesh reap corruption. But he that sows in the Spirit shall in the Spirit reap everlasting life. So let us not be weary in well-doing for the due season. We shall reap if we faint not. As we have, therefore, opportunity, let us do good unto all men, especially to them that are of the household of faith. Yes. Ephesians 2, 1. <clears throat> and you, he has quickened, who were dead in trespasses and sins, where in time past you walked according to the course of the world, according to the prince of the power of the air, the spirit that now works in the children of disobedience, among whom also we had our conduct in times past, the lusts of our flesh, fulfilling the desires of the flesh and of the mind, and were by nature the children of wrath, even as others. But God, who is rich in mercy for his great love, where he loved us, when even we were dead in sins, he has quickened us together with Christ, because by grace we've been saved. He's raised us up together, and has sent down the heavenly places in Christ, that the ages have come, he might show the exceeding riches of his grace and his kindness towards us through Christ. For by grace you're saved through faith. Not of yourselves, it is a gift of God, not of works, lest any man should boast. For we are his workmanship, recreated in Christ Jesus under good works, which God has foreordained that we should walk in him. Right. It's his plan all along. Yes. Ephesians 4, 7. <clears throat> but every one of us is given a grace according to the measure, the gift of Christ. Wherefore, he says, when he ascended up on high, led captivity, captivity, gave gifts unto men. Now he that ascended is, which is, he but descended up first also the lower parts. He that descended is also the same, also descended far above all the heavens, and now might fill all things. He gave some of us apostles, prophets, some evangelists, some pastors and teachers. He did this for the perfecting of the saints, for the work of the ministry, and for the edifying of the body of Christ. Amen. Till we all come, till we all come. Amen. The unity of the faith and of the knowledge of the Son of God to a perfect man and the measure of the stature of the fullness of Christ. That henceforth we would be no, no more children tossed to and fro and carried about with every wind of doctrine by the slight of men and cutting craftiness, whereby they lay and wait to deceive. But speaking the truth of love, they grow up into him in all things, which is the head, even Christ. 
from whom the whole body fitly joined together and compacted by which each and every joint supplies according to the effective working and the measure of every part makes the increase of the body does this to the edifying of the body itself in love so we love itself for all that's coming together loving one another to get there right. Ephesians 6 10 finally brethren be strong in the Lord and the power of his might put on the whole armor of God that you may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. For we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against rulers of darkness of this world, against spiritual wickedness in high places. So wherefore, take you the whole armor of God that you be able to withstand the day of evil and having done all to stand, do me a favor and stand, therefore. Amen. Amen. Philippians 1.20 According to my earnest expectation of my hope, that in nothing I shall be ashamed, but that with all boldness, as always, so now also as Christ shall be magnified in my body, whether it be life or whether it be my death. For to be love is Christ, and to die is gain. 3-7. What things were gained to me, I have counted as a loss for Christ. Yet doubtless I count all things but a loss for the excellency of the knowledge of Christ Jesus my Lord, for whom I have suffered the loss of all things, and I do count them as dumb that I might win Christ. And I'll be found in him not having my own righteousness, which is of the law, but by the which is through the faith of Christ and by the righteousness which is of God by that faith. That I may know him, the power of his resurrection, the fellowship of his sufferings, being made conformable unto his death. Right. And by any means, I might attain to the resurrection of the dead, not as though I would already attained or either already perfect, but I follow after. If that which I have apprehended, that for which also I am apprehended of Christ Jesus. Amen. Brethren, count not myself to apprehend, but this one thing I do. I forget those things which are behind. I reach forth unto those things which are before I press towards the mark of the prize of the high calling of God in Christ Jesus. So let us, therefore, as many as be perfect, let's be thus minded. If anything would be otherwise minded, God shall reveal even this unto us. Mm-hmm. Nevertheless, whereunto you've already been attained, let us walk by the same rule, and let us mind the same thing. Right. Let me this. Four. Four. Rejoice in the Lord always, and again I say rejoice. Amen. Let your moderation be known to all men, because the Lord is at hand. Be careful for nothing, but in everything, by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, that your request be made known unto God. And the peace of God, which passes all understanding, shall keep your hearts and your minds through Christ Jesus. Right. So finally, brother, whatsoever things are true, whatever things are honest, things are just, pure, lovely, good report, if there be any virtue, if there be any praise, do me a favor and think on these things. Yes. Those things which both you have learned and received and heard, seen in me, do. The God of peace shall be with you also. Amen. Amen. You guys awake over here? Yes. yes. Over here, I'm talking about these boys over here. Yes. Yeah, you sure? Yes. It sound like you're awake. Thank you for the rest of you participating. Appreciate the, this silly as it may sound, appreciate the following up with an amen here in Arizona. At least you know you're paying attention. I'm saying something, you're going, yeah, let that be so with me, please. Colossians 2, 6. As you have therefore received Christ Jesus, so walk you in him. Rooted and built up in him. Established in the faith. Rooted and built up in set in half. As you have been taught, bounding therein with thanksgiving. Be aware lest any man spoil you with philosophy or some vain deceit. After the traditions of men, after the rudiments of the world, not after Christ. For in him dwells all the fullness of the Godhead bodily. And you are complete to him, which is the head of the principality and power. 
in whom also you were circumcised with circumcision made without hands, and the putting off the body of the sins by the flesh by the circumcision of Christ. Buried with him in baptism, wherein you are then risen with him through the faith of the operation of God, which has raised him up from the dead. Amen. Mm, I like that. And you, being dead in your sins and circumcision of your flesh, has he quickened together with him, having forgiven you all your trespasses, blotting out the handwriting of the ordinances that were against us, which was contrary to us, and, look, and took it out of the way, nailing it to the cross. And having spoiled principalities and powers, he made a show of them openly, triumphing over them. Amen. Let no man therefore judge you to meat or drink in respect to a holiday or some new moon or of some Sabbath days. For which, by the way, are the shadow of things to come, but the body is still of Christ. Yes. Let no man beguile you with your, with your reward of voluntary humility and worshiping of angels, intruding into those things which he has not seen, vainly puffed up by his own fleshly mind, and not holding the head, for which all things, all the body, but the joints of the bands, having nourishment ministered, and knit together, increase with the increase of God. So therefore, right. if you be dead with Christ from the rudiments of the world, why? As though living in the world, are you then subject to ordinances? Touch not, taste not, handle not. Which all are to perish with the using after the commandments of the commandments and the doctrines of men, which things have indeed a show of of wisdom and will worship. You worshiping God, saying, Not my will, but your will be done, laying down your your will. Let your will you know, worship God by saying, I will bow my will to your will. Will worship yes. and wisdom and humility. And the neglect of your body, quit trying to, you know, pamper yourself. Lay that down. Let God do what God needs to do through a fasting or whatever needs to be done. Right. And say not in any honor to the satisfying of the flesh. Don't let yourself satisfy your flesh in any way, shape, or form. Right. First Thessalonians 3, 7. <clears throat> Therefore, brethren, we are covered over you in all of our affliction and distressed by your faith. Now, we live... If you stand fast in the Lord, five ten. Who? Let's go to verse nine. For God has not appointed us to the wrath, but obtained salvation by our Lord Jesus, Amen. who died for us. That whether we wake or sleep, we should live together with Him. Amen. Wherefore, comfort yourselves together and edify one another, even as a, also you do. And we beg you, brethren, to know them which labor among you or over you in the Lord, and admonish you and to esteem them very highly in love for their work's sake, and be at peace among yourselves. Right. We exhort you, brethren, warn every man that are unruly, comfort the feeble-minded, support the weak, be patient towards all men. See that none render evil for evil against any man, but ever follow that which is good, both among yourselves and unto all men. So rejoice evermore. Pray without ceasing. In everything, give thanks for this is the will of God <clears throat> in Christ Jesus concerning you. Amen. Quench not the spirit, despise not prophecy. Prove all things. Hold fast that which is good. Abstain from all appearance of evil. Abstain from all appearance of evil. <clears throat> God like that one, right? Yep. Yeah. And every good and, and the very God of peace sanctify or set you apart holy. And I pray that God, your whole spirit, soul, body be preserved blameless to the coming of the Lord and Savior Jesus. So faithful is he that calls you, who also will in fact do it. Second Thessalonians 1. Verse 2. Grace to you and peace from God the Father, Lord Jesus Christ. <clears throat> we are bound to thank God always for you, brethren, as it is meet, because your faith grows exceedingly, and the charity of every one of you will show towards 
will show, will all towards one another, will, will towards one another, will abound. So that we ourselves glory in you, the churches of God, for the patience and the faith and all your persecutions and tribulations that you endure. Which is the manifest over the righteous judgment of God that you may become the word of the kingdom of God, which you suffer. Seeing it's a righteous thing with God to repay tribulation to those that trouble you. And to you who are troubled, rest with us. When the Lord shall in fact be revealed from heaven with his mighty angels Amen. and a flaming fire taking vengeance on them that know not God and taking vengeance on those that obey not the gospel of the Lord and Savior Jesus. Who shall be punished with everlasting destruction from the presence of the Lord and from the glory of his power. When he shall come to be glorified as saints and to be admired in all of them that believe, because our testimony was believed among you, and was the testimony in all our testimony among you was believed in that day. Amen. Therefore, also we pray always for you that God would count you worthy of this calling, fulfill all the good pleasure of His goodness and the work of faith with power. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ may be glorified in you, and you also be glorified in Him among uh, according to the grace of God, which. Grace of God and the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. We are, verse 13, we're bound to thank God always for you, brethren, because of, brother and beloved, because God has from the beginning chosen you to salvation through the sanctification of the Spirit and believe in the truth. He's going to take all the disagreeable stuff and take it away. We're going to be called you by the gospel, the obtaining of the, of the glory, of course, Lord Jesus. We're going to obtain what he's called us to. Right. Therefore, brethren, stand fast, hold the traditions you've been taught whether by word or by our example. Now our Lord Jesus Christ himself, even God our Father, which has <clears throat> loved us, has given us an everlasting consolation of good hope the grace. Comfort your hearts and establish yourself in every good word and work. Timothy 1.6 Therefore I put you in remembrance that you would stir up the gift of God was in you by the putting it on my hands. For God has not given us a spirit of fear, but a power of love and a sound mind. So be not therefore ashamed of the, God, the testimony of the Lord, nor me as prisoner, but be a partaker of the sufferings, the afflictions of the gospel according to the power of God, who has saved us, called us with the holy calling, not according to our works, but according to his own purpose and grace, which were given to us in Christ Jesus before the world began. But now it's made obvious or manifest by the appearing of our Savior Jesus, who shall abolish death, who has brought life and immortality to light to the gospel. Realize these things and let it walk. Two, chapter two, verse two. I'm sorry, chapter two, verse eight. Remember that Jesus Christ was of the seed of David, raised from the dead according to my gospel. So when I suffer trouble as an evil doer, even in the bonds, but the word of God is not going to be bound. Therefore I endure all things for the elect's sake, that I, they may also obtain that salvation, which is in Christ Jesus with eternal glory. Mm. It's a faithful saying, for if we be dead with him, we shall also live with him. If we suffer with him, we shall also reign with him. If we deny him, he shall he will not deny himself, he will deny us. Right. If we believe not, he abides faithful because he cannot deny himself. Twenty-two. Free also the youthful lust, but follow after righteousness, faith, charity, peace, with them that call upon the Lord out of a pure heart. Amen. But foolish and unlearned questions, avoid them, knowing that they're going to gender strife. And the servant of the Lord must not strive and be gentle unto all men, apt to teach, be patient. In meekness, instructing those that oppose themselves with God, perhaps will give them repentance to acknowledging the truth, that they may recover themselves out of the snare of the devil who has taken them at his own will. Right. And taken them captive. Right. Titus 3.10 But you have fully known my doctrine, My manner of life, my purpose, faith, long-suffering, charity, patience, persecution, afflictions which came into me at Antioch, Iconium, Lystra, 
what persecutions I endured, but out of all of them, the Lord delivered me. Yes. And all that will live godly in Christ Jesus are going to suffer persecution. And evil men and suitors, suitors are going to ask for worse deceiving and being deceived. All the disagreeable things are still going to come. Right. You're standing in Christ, you can handle it. If you can't stand, you can't stand in Christ, you're not going to be able to handle these things. Right. But continue in the things which you've learned and been, been assured of, knowing of whom you've learned them. And, and that from a child, you have known the Holy Scriptures, Amen. which were able to make thee wise unto salvation, to the faith which was in Christ Jesus. And all Scripture is given by inspiration of God. It's profitable for doctrine, for reproof, for correction, for instruction in righteousness, that the man of God may be perfect, thoroughly furnished into all good works. Amen. Titus 2.11. The grace of God that brings salvation has appeared to all men, teaching us that denying ungodliness and worldly lusts, we should live soberly, righteously, and godly in this present world. Mm looking for the blessed hope of the glorious spirit of the great God and our Savior Jesus, who gave himself for us that he might redeem us from all iniquity and purify himself a peculiar people, zealous of good works. Yes. See, these things speak, exhort, and rebuke with all authority. Let no man despise thee. Let Amen. no man despise thee. Yes. Put them in mind to subject to principalities, power to obey magistrates, to be ready to every good work. To speak evil of no man, to be not brawlers, but gentle, showing all meekness to all men. For we ourselves also were sometimes foolish, disobedient, deceived, serving diverse lusts and pleasures, living in malice and envy, hateful and hating one another. But after the kindness and the love of our God, our Savior, toward, towards man appeared, not by works of righteousness, which we have done, but according to his mercy he saved us, by the washing of regeneration and the renewing of the Holy Ghost, which he shed upon us abundantly through Christ, our Savior. Being then justified by his grace, we should be made heirs according to the hope of eternal life. Amen. Hebrews 4, 4, 4, 4. For he spoke in a certain place of the seventh day on this wise, and God did rest the seventh day from all his works. And this place again, he said, if they shall enter into my rest. Seeing therefore it remains that some must there enter therein, and they to whom it was first preached entered not because of unbelief. Again, he limits a certain day, saying in David, today after such a long time, as it is said today, if you will hear his voice, harden not your hearts. Amen. For if Jesus Christ was able to give them rest, then would he not have afterwards spoken of another day? There remains therefore a rest to the people of God. For he that has entered into his rest has ceased from his own works as God did from his. Right. So let us labor, therefore, to enter into that rest, lest any man fall into the same example of unbelief. Mm -hmm. For the word of God is quick and powerful and sharper than any two-edged sword, piercing even the dividing asunder of the soul and spirit of the joints and the marrow. It is a discerner of the thoughts and the intents of the heart. Mm -hmm. Neither is there any creature that is not going to be obvious in his sight, but all things are naked and open to the eyes of him whom we have to do this with. Amen. Five, five. So also Christ glorified not himself to be made a high priest, but after that he had said unto him, Thou art my son, today I have begotten thee. Mm -hmm. So as he also was in another place, thou art a priest forever after the order of Melchizedek, who in the days of his flesh, when he had offered up prayers and supplications with strong crying and tears, unto that was able to save him from death, was heard and that he feared. Though he were a son, yet he learned obedience by the things which he suffered. And being made perfect, he became the author of eternal salvation unto all of us that obey him. Amen. So God is called a high priest after the order of Melchizedek. Amen. 10, 19. 
having therefore brethren boldness to enter the holiest by the blood of Jesus by a new and living way which he has consecrated for us through the veil that's to say through his flesh and having a high priest over the house of God let us draw near with a true heart full assurance of faith having our hearts sprinkled from evil conscience and our bodies washed with pure water Amen. let us hold fast the profession of our faith without wavering for he is faithful that is promised He's faithful, so let's be faithful too. Yes. Yes. Let us consider one another and provoke unto love and a good work instead of picking on each other. Right. Well, I hear any amens that time. <laughs> okay. For not forsaking the assembling of ourselves together as a manner of some is, but exhorting one another in so much the more as you see the day approaching. Yeah, yeah there you go. <laughs> 32. But call to remembrance the former days after which you were illuminated, you endured a great fight of affliction. Partly while you were made a gazing stock both by the reproaches and afflictions, and partly while you became companions of them that were so used. For you had compassion in me and my bonds, and took joyfully the spoiling of your own goods, knowing that yourselves that you have in heaven a better and enduring substance. Cast not away, therefore, your confidence, which you had great recompense and reward. For you have need of patience, that after you've done the will of God, after you've done the will of God, you might receive the promise, maybe. Yes, it depends on the intent of your heart, doesn't it? Yes. yes. For yet a little while, and he shall come, will come, and he will not tarry. So the just shall live by faith. If any man draw back, my soul shall have no pleasure in him. But he, we are not of him that draw back into perdition, but of them that believe in the saving of the soul. Okay. 13, 20. Now the God of peace that brought again to the dead our Lord Jesus, that great shepherd of the sheep, through the blood of the everlasting covenant, make you perfect in every good work to do his will, working in you that which is well-pleasing in his own sight, through Christ Jesus, to whom be the glory forever and ever. Let that be so. Amen. 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 James 1, 2. My brethren, count it all joy when you fall into diverse temptations, knowing this, that the trying of your faith is going to work patience, gonna, and disagreeable is going to get you to turn around and do the right things. Amen. Let that patience have a perfect work, that you may be perfect and entire, wanting nothing. If any of you like wisdom, let him ask of God that gives to all men liberally and abrades not, and it shall be given unto him. But let him ask in faith, nothing wavering, for he that wavers is like the wave of the sea, driven with the wind and tossed. Let not that man think he's going to receive anything of the Lord. Mm -hmm. See, a double-minded man is not going to be unstable in all of his ways. Mm -hmm. 17. Every good gift and every perfect gift is from above. It comes down from the Father of lights, with whom there is no variableness. Neither a shadow of turning. His own will begot us with some word of truth. That we could be, should be, it's kind of a first fruits of his creatures. So wherefore, my beloved brethren, let every man be swift to hear and slow to speak and slow to wrath. For the wrath of God, the wrath of man works not the righteousness of God. Therefore lay apart all filthiness, superfluity of naughtiness, and receive the meekness of the engrafted word which is able to save your souls. Amen. But you be doers of the word, not hearers only. Receiving your own selves, for if there if every any be a hearer of the word and not a doer, is likened to a man beholding his natural face in the glass. He beholds himself, goes away, straight away, forgets what even looks like. But whosoever looks into the perfect law of liberty and continues therein, he shall not be a forgetful hearer, but a doer of the word. This man shall be blessed in all of his deeds. Amen. If any one of you seem to be religious and bridle not your tongue, but deceive his own heart, this man's religion is in vain. Pure religion and undefiled before God. Father is this, to visit the fatherless and the widows in their affliction and keep themselves unspotted from the world. Yeah. First Peter. 1, 3 through 9. 
Blessed be God, the Father, Lord Jesus Christ, has according to his abundant mercy has begotten us again to a living hope by the resurrection of Jesus from the dead. To an inheritance that's uncorruptible, undefiled, faith is unaway, reserved in heaven for you. You who are kept by the power of God through faith by the re salvation ready to reveal this last time. Right. Wherein you, you greatly rejoice even though now for a season, if need be, you're in some heaviness through manifold temptations. So we're going to rejoice even though we're going through some manifold temptations. Why? Because we're going to learn to be let the disagreeable become agreeable. Amen. Right? Yes. The trial of your faith being much more precious than that of gold, perishes though be tried with fire, might be found to the praise and the honor and the glory of the appearing of Jesus, right. whom having not seen you love, and whom now you see him yet not, yet you believe. You rejoice with a joy that's unspeakable, full of glory, and you receive the end of your faith, even the salvation of your soul. Amen. Amen. 13. Whoever up the loins of your mind, be sober and hope to the end, for the grace that should be brought unto you in the revelation of Christ, as obedient children. Not fashion yourselves according to the form of lusts and rigors, right. but as that which is called you is holy, be also holy in all manner of conduct. Because it is written, Be holy, for I am holy. Amen. If you call upon the Father, who without respect to persons judges according to every man's work, pass the time of your sojourning here in fear. For so much as you know that you are not redeemed with corruptible things, such as silver and gold for the vain conduct received by the petitions of your fathers, yet with the precious blood of Christ, as a lamb without blemish and without spot, who truly is foreordained. For the foundation of the world, but was his last times manifest just for you, who by him you do believe in God, that raised him from the dead and gave him glory, that your faith and your hope might be in God and might be in God alone. First Peter four one. For as much as Christ has suffered for us in the flesh, arm yourselves likewise with the same mind. For he that has suffered in the flesh has ceased from sin, that he would no longer live the rest of his time in the flesh to the lusts of men, but he would live the rest of his time in the will of God. Amen. The time passed. Our life may suffice us to have wrought the will of the Gentiles, which we walked in lasciviousness, lust, excess wines, revelings, banquetings, abominable idolatries, wherein they think it strange that we run not with them to the same excess of right as we used to, speaking then evil of you. Who shall give an account to him that is ready to judge the quick of the dead? For this cause, the gospel is preached to those that are dead, that they might be judged according to the men of the flesh, but they might live under the Spirit of God. Amen. 4.12 Beloved, think of that strange and fiery trial which is going to try you. Though some strange thing was happening to you. That disagreeable thing that's going to come in, relax. Like okay. something weird is happening? No. Are you relaxing? No, you need to. Okay? But rejoice in as much as you are partakers of Christ's sufferings that when this glory shall be revealed, you may be glad also with exceeding joy. Amen. If you be reproached for the name of Christ, happy are you. For the spirit of God, the glory, the spirit of glory and of God rests upon you. And on their part, it's evil spoken of, but on your part, God's glorified. Amen. Let none of you suffer as a murderer, as a thief, an evildoer, busybody, or another man's affairs. Yet if any man suffers as a Christian, let him not be ashamed, but let him glorify God on his behalf. Amen. The time has come that judgment must begin at the house of God, and it must first begin at us. What shall the end of them that obey not the gospel be? Amen. The righteous scarcely be saved. Where shall the ungodly and the sinner appear? Wherefore, let them that suffer according to the will of God commit themselves to the saving of the souls to them that are in well-doing as unto a faithful creator. 5.1. Right. The elders which are among you, I exhort, whom I also am an elder, and a witness of the sufferings of Christ, and partaker of the glory that shall be revealed. Feed the flock of God which is among you. 
taking oversight thereof, not by constraint nor will, but willingly, nor by filthy lucre, saved but a ready mind. Right. Neither be lords over the God's heritage, but be examples to the flock. For when the chief shepherd shall appear, you shall receive a crown of glory that fades not away. So likewise, you younger, submit yourselves unto the old elder. Yes, all of you be subject to one another and be clothed with humility. For God resists the proud and gives grace to the humble. Amen. Humble, the, humble yourselves, therefore, under the mighty hand of God, that he may exalt you in due time. Amen. Cast all your cares upon him, for he cares for you. Be sober, be vigilant, because your adversary, the devil, is a roaring lion, is going to walk about seeking whom he can devour, which one he's going to let your guard down. Yeah. Whom resists steadfast to the faith, knowing that the same afflictions are accomplished in your brethren that are in the world. But the God of all grace, who has called us to eternal glory by Christ Jesus, after you have suffered a little while, he will perfect you, establish you, and strengthen you, and settle you. Amen. Might suffer for a minute. Don't worry. He's got a plan. Amen. To him be the glory and the dominion forever and ever. Second mm. Peter 2, 1. But there were false prophets who also among people, even those be false teachers, who privately shall bring in damnable heresies, even denying the Lord that bought them, and shall bring upon themselves with swift destruction, and many shall follow after pernicious ways by reason of whom the way of truth shall be evil spoken of. For though through the covetousness they shall with feigned words make merchandise of you whose judgment now of a long time lingers not. Their damnation slumbers not. In other words, it's coming. Amen. If God spared not the angels and sin and cast them down to hell, delivered them to the chains of darkness and reserve the judgment, and spared not the old world, but the saved Noah, the eighth person, the preacher of righteousness, bringing in the flood upon the world of the ungodly. And turning the cities of Sodom and Gomorrah into ashes, condemned. Condemned them with an overthrow, making them an example to those that should have to live ungodly. And he delivered Lot, which vexed the filthy conversation of, of the wicked, that a righteous man dwelling among them, seeing and hearing, vexed his righteous soul from day to day, and with all of their unlawful deeds. But the Lord knows how to deliver the godly out of temptations, to reserve the unjust to the day of judgment be punished, but chiefly them that walk after the lust, the lust of, walk after the flesh, the lust of uncleanness, and despise governments, presumptuous are they self-willed, they are not afraid to speak evil dignities, whereas angels, which are greater in power and might, bring not even a red accusation against them before the Lord. But these, the natural root beasts, may to be taken and destroyed, speak evil things which they understand not, and shall utterly perish in their own corruption, and shall receive the reward of unrighteousness. As they that counted a pleasure right in the daytime, spots they are blemishes, sporting themselves in their own deceivings while they feast with you, mm -hmm. having eyes full of adultery and cannot cease from sin, being unstable souls at heart that they have exercised with covetous practices, mm -hmm. cursed children which have forsaken the right way and have gone astray, following the way of Balaam, the son of Asor, who loved the wages of unrighteousness. But he was rebuked for his iniquity, the dumbass speaking with a man's voice, <clears throat> forbade the madness of the prophet. Right. These are wells with water, wells without water, clouds that are carried around the tempest, to whom the mist of darkness is reserved forever. For when they speak great swelling words of vanity, they allure through the lust of the flesh, through much wantonness, they are clean escaped from them who live in error. While they promise them liberty, they themselves are the servants of corruption, of whom a man then is overcome. That is the same that he's brought into bondage. For if they have escaped the pollution of the world through the knowledge of the Lord and Savior Jesus, they shall again be entangled and overcome. The latter end is going to be worse with them than it was from the beginning. For if it had been better for them to have never known the way of righteousness, then, after they had known it, to turn from the unholy, from the holy commandment delivered to them. But it has happened to them as according to the true proverb, the dog has returned to his vomit. Again, and the sow is washed into the wall in her own muck and mire. Right, right. 1 John 1, 5. 
This then is the message we have heard of him and declared unto you that God is light and in him there is no darkness at all. If we say that we have fellowship with him and we walk in darkness then, we're walking in that disagreeable, we lie and don't know the truth. But if we walk in the light of season of light, we have fellowship with him and one another. The blood of Christ then cleanses us from all of our sins. Amen. If we say that we have no sin though, we again are walking in the disagreeable, we deceive ourselves and the truth is not in us. If we confess our sins, he's faithful to forgive our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. If we say that we have not sinned, we make him a liar and the word is not in us. My little children, these things I write unto you that you would sin not. If any man sin, we have an advocate with the Father, Jesus Christ the righteous. Right. And he is a propitiation for our sins, not for ours only, but also for the sins of the whole world. And then hereby we do know that we know him if we keep his commandments. Amen. And he that says, I know him and keeps not the commandments, he's a liar, truth isn't in him. But whoso keeps the word in him, truly is the love of God perfected. Hereby we know that we're in him. He that abides, he that says he abides in him ought himself walk even as Jesus walked. Yes. Amen. 215. So love not the world or the things that are in the world. If any man love the world, the love of the Father is not going to be in him. For all that is in the world, the lust of the flesh, the lust of the eyes, the pride of life is not of the Father, but is of the world. And the world passes away, and the lust thereof, and the, he that does the will of God is going to abide forever. Amen. Amen. 24. Let that therefore abide in you what you've heard from the beginning. If that what you've heard from the beginning shall remain in you, you shall continue in the Son and in the Father. This is the promise that you have promised us, even eternal life. These things I've written unto you that concern them that try to seduce you. But the anointing which you've received of him abides in you. And you do not that any man teach you, but the same anointing will teach you of all things. And it's the truth. And there's no lie. And even as it is taught you, you shall abide in him. And now, little children, abide in him. That when he shall appear, you may have confidence and be not ashamed before him at his coming. If you know that he is righteous, you know that everyone that does righteousness then is born of him. Right. So behold, the manner of the love of the Father is bestowed upon us, and we should be called the children of God. So therefore the world knows us not, because it knew him not. Dear beloved, now we are in fact the children of God. It has not yet appeared what we shall be, but we know that when he shall appear, we shall be like him, for we shall finally see him as he is. Amen. <clears throat> Every man that has this hope within himself purifies himself, <clears throat> even as Christ was pure. But whosoever commits sin transgresses the law, the sin is a transgression of law. You know that he was manifested to take away the sins, and in him there is no sin. Whosoever that abides in him sins not. Whosoever abides, I mean, whosoever sins has not seen him, neither known him. So little children, let no man deceive you. He that does righteousness is righteous, even as he is righteous. He that commits sin is of the devil. For the devil sins from the beginning. For this purpose, the Son of God was manifested that he might destroy the works of the devil. Whosoever is born of God then does not commit sin, for his seed remains in him, and he cannot sin because he is born of God. Right. And this, the children of God are manifest, and the children of the devil. Whosoever does not righteousness is not of God, neither he that loves not his brother. 4.2 Hereby know you the Spirit of God, Every spirit that confesses that Jesus Christ has come in the flesh, that spirit is of God. Amen. Seven, four, seven. Beloved, let us love one another, for love is of God, and everyone that loves is born of God knows God. Amen. He that loves not knows not God, for God is love. Right. And this was manifest the love of God toward us, because the God sent his only begotten Son of the world that we might live through him. Amen. Amen. Here's that love. Not that we love God, but he loved us first. 
and set his son to be the replacement, propitiation for our sins. Beloved of God, so loved us, we ought to also love one another. Let no man have seen God at any time. So if we love one another, God's going to dwell in us, and his love will be then perfected in us. Hereby we know that he, that he dwells in us, that hereby we know that we dwell in him and he in us because he has given to us his spirit. And we have seen and do testify that the Father sent the Son to be the Savior of the world. Whosoever shall confess that Jesus is the Son of God, God's going to dwell in him and, God, and he in God. Amen. And we have known and believed love that God has to us. God is love, and he that dwells in love dwells in God and God in him. And there is our love made perfect, that we may have boldness in the day of judgment, because as he is, so are we in this world. There is no fear in love, but perfect love is going to cast out fear because fear has torment. But he that fears is not made perfect in love. We love him because he first loved us. If any man say, I love God, hates his, and hates his brother, he's a liar. For he that loves not his brother, whom, whom he has seen, how will he love God whom he has not seen? And this is the commandment that we have heard of him, that he who loves God will love his brother also. Yes. <clears throat> 5.1 Whosoever believes that Jesus is Christ is born of God, and everyone that loves him that begot loves him is begotten of him. Mm. By this we know that we love the children of God, that, and by this we know that we love the children of God. When we love God, we keep his commandments. For the this is the love of God, that we keep his commandments, and they're not grievous to us. Mm. But whosoever whatsoever is born of God overcomes the world. And this is that victory that overcomes the world, even our faith. Yeah. Who is he that overcomes the world? But he that believes that Jesus Christ is the Son of God. Verse 9. Amen. So if we receive this witness of men, the witness of God is still greater. Yes. For this is the witness of God that he, is, that he has testified of his Son. He that believes on the Son of God has the witness in himself, and he that believes not God has made God a liar, because he believes not the record that God gave of his Son. Right. And this is that record that God has given to us eternal life, and this life is in his Son. So he that has the Son has life, and he that has not the Son has not life. Yes. These things I've written unto you, that you would believe in the name of the Son of God, and that you may know, may know that you have eternal life. Amen that you may believe in the name of the Son of God. And this is the confidence that we have in Him, that if we ask anything according to His will, He'll hear us. Amen. And then we know that if He hears us, whatever we ask, we also know that we have received the petitions that we desired of Him. Amen. Jude 17. So, beloved, remember you the words which were spoken before the Apostle of our Lord Jesus? How that in the last times they become mockers who should walk after their own ungodly lusts. These be they who separate themselves, sensual, not having the spirit. Uh-oh. That was Miranda's testimony until recently. Okay. But you, beloved, building up yourselves in most holy faith, praying in the Holy Ghost, keep yourselves in the love of God, looking for that mercy of our Lord and Savior Jesus to eternal life. And if some have compassion, making a difference, others save with fear, pulling them out of the fire, hating even the garment spotted by the flesh. Now unto him that is able to keep you from falling able to present you faultless before the presence of his own glory with exceeding joy. To him, to the only wise God, our Savior, be glory and majesty, dominion and power forever and ever. Amen. Father, we Amen. come before you. Thank you. Thank you, Lord. What a, an incredible message once again, Lord God, about learning to be cool with the disagreeable. So easy it is, Father, to, to whine and complain and murmur and realize that we want so many things and yet God's got to work out so many things by working them out in and through us first. Right. And the Lord God, there's a lot of us got a lot of stuff that needs to be worked out first before we can start complaining about what we're not getting. 
So, Father, we're going to give you praise, thanks, honor, and glory for all you are and all you've ever you know, taught us to be and ask that your word would continue to go before us, guiding and lead us in the deeper and deeper and deeper things of, of your word through the Holy Spirit, through your anointing. So we give that praise, that honor, that glory for all these things today. Do it in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. Amen. amen.